This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. But we do have a guest right now to yes, talk to you guys. Yes, we do. We have Janelle Bach. And hello, Janae. Hi, how are you? Oh, so great. Thank you. Okay, so this is... This is a good story. So Janae is good friends with a colleague of ours. And Janae grew up. Did you grow up in White Bear Lake, Janae? I sure did. Go Bears. Go Bears. I thought it was the Sailors, but I don't know why. Um, and so, Sailors? I feel like there was, they're, you know, they're, they're not landlocked there. at all. I know, yeah. right? So anyway, we're talking for, to Janae, and she is in L.A. And originally we were going to have her on to talk about her movie that I can talk about. That's going to be premiering on Sunday night on the E Network at nine o'clock, and it's called Ms. Match. And Janae actually wrote this story for the movie. How many years? Um, I don't know if you I can think, even tell me. I think me. it would be pronounced like mismatch. 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 Yeah. Okay. Ms. Thank you for the. It was twenty years ago. I can say that. You can say that. Okay. So what happened is she was going to come on and promote it, but then. The striking is all happening, and you found out from your strike captain that you can continue to have an interview, but we cannot talk about the movie on, <laughs> because we know you guys are on strike. But what we can talk about are, you know, tell us what you're experiencing today with the strike, because you were on strike for the Writers Guild, right? Yes, I've been on strike since, I what is it, May 5th? Yes. I'm not really sure. And... Uh, it all blurs together because I was on strike in 2008 when I was, uh, or 2007 and 8 when I was pregnant. So I'm used to this. But the lines were, you know, it's been more popular and more amazing this year than 15 years ago by so many, in so many ways. And I'm so impressed. But it's getting hot out there and the lines were less than they were in May. And then I just went out there today. And I don't know, fifty thousand actors just joined us today. Yes! Wow! Yes! Amazing! I bet it is. Now, just for a little um, perspective for our listeners, you um, went to Northwestern, and you're from Minnesota, obviously. But then you went and you were on production staff for shows like Mad About You, Caroline in the City, which I absolutely loved, Malcolm in the mm-hmm. Middle, and then you jumped to a writer staff, and you wrote eight years on Scrubs. It was you were you rose to staff writer and co executive producer. You were twice nominated for an Emmy Award with the other Scrubs producers and also wrote on ABC's Baby Daddy for four seasons. You might know Melissa Peterman. Oh, yes, I do. I just adore her. The first thing I said to her when I met her was like, you put our town on the map. Yes. Because you know, she was the prostitute from White Bear Lake. Ooh. And that was everything. <laughs> that is everything. But that movie also, that movie changed my life because I had never, I, it came out my senior year of college. I knew I was moving to L.A. I'd never heard our accent played back to us. And 
And I thought, oh, we sound different. We do. She's talking about Fargo, if you're yeah. just joining yeah. us. We're talking with Janae. Oh, yeah. Janae oh, Bacon. Yeah. Bacon. Okay, so Janae, so, Bacon. So what, as a writer, what is it exactly that you guys are wanting to get done with the strike? So for, from the writer's yes. perspective, we are making 24% less than we did 10 years ago. Um, when somebody gets a job on a big Amazon or Netflix show, it sounds really fabulous, but they're only working for six or eight episodes. Right. And they're getting paid this minimum rate versus back in the day when I was on Scrubs, we did 22 or 24 episodes a year. We stayed the whole time. We were up on set interacting with the, with the crew and the actors and changing lines and, and everything. Now they have those actors write six episodes in six weeks and show them their merry way, and they don't get to be on set. They're not learning how to be producers, um, and they're not able to, you know, change lines and whatever. So that's the big problem, number one. We're, we're, we're asking for bigger rooms, more writers on the thing, more interaction with the crew, we're also uh, really worried about AI, and so are the actors. Needless to say, the actors don't want their likenesses used forever without their permission, and we don't want a computer writing scripts based on, by the way, those computers are writing scripts based on scripts that they're reading online and then making up scripts. So Absolutely. stuff we've written, and they're stealing from us. Absolutely. So AI is a big thing that we're really worried about. And we need to, you know, we need to fight for, and we're fighting for residuals. Um, Netflix plays basically nothing for a show that streams. You know, Ted Lasso's doing really, really well. Those writers aren't seeing the money. Really? Wow. Oh, yeah. And, you know, if Scrubs did really, really well, we were aired more, and then we got more money. Right. It's different now. And um, they found a way to not pay us, and that's not fair. Well, 24% less than 10 years ago, and thinking of the cost of living and everything is crazy. Yeah. So we're, oh. if you're just joining us, we're with Janae um, Bakken. And I want, oh, Brittany, you oh, seem yeah. like well, you want to ask her something. Janae, I just want, because you're the first person that I think I've talked to that's been actually walking, you know, being on the picket line. Yeah. What, what how does the public respond to it? Like, are, are they supportive? Oh. Are they, what, what, what is the public like when they see you guys? Oh, they've been amazing. They, um, you know, I learned this 15 years ago, but now I know that if you ever um, see a picket line, honk your horn as loud as you can, support those union people, no matter what union they're on. You know, when my kids teachers union when I was five years ago, we were on the line with the teachers, and now they're on the line with us, and that's what's been amazing. Especially this time around, we have support from all the fellow unions. The Teamsters will not cross our path. is supporting us. Um, DGA, uh, I had so many DJ and especially SAG people out on the line before they needed to. So um, it's kind of been night and day because everybody's experiencing this squeeze from big money corporations. And they realize that if unions don't stand up for their rights, there's no one going to do it for us. You know, it's pretty amazing. I'm thinking about, you know, as an actor, you know, maybe being on an ep- on something like on Netflix or Amazon Prime or something like that, where you only have to do six to eight um, episodes, you can be on many more different things. But as a writer, you know, you are not, it, it blows me away that you give it to them, they're done, you don't even stay on the set, because so much, I think, creativity, 
creativity happens when you are interacting with each other and having yeah. dialogue and running That's lines. Good. And maybe that one didn't work, but you know, there's no one around here to rewrite it or something like that. Yeah. And is it based? It's just, you know, for you guys as writers, I bet you're really thrilled though that SAG is on strike too, because that this makes put so much more weight on the studios to figure out a solution. Oh. They can't, we always like to say they can't do anything without writers. They can't do anything without a script. The truth is, sadly, they have a bunch of scripts on shelves that they've never made. But you literally can't do anything without an actor. And so now that the actors are on the line with us, Hollywood is done. It's stopped. That, you know, and I will say this. I, um, you're, you nailed it about writers having to you know, spend all their time on one project and actors maybe being able to go around. But your most famous actors are telling the public, look, I have a lot of leverage. I'm Matt Damon. I make a lot of money. I'm out here striking for the working actor who's just trying to make $26,000 to make their health insurance. Right. There there are so many actors who just are just trying to make it. And so, and I, I, so many younger writers who are just struggling and I'm out there for them almost more than myself. That's that's pretty amazing. That's pretty amazing. And now, by the way, you do. I heard there's a movie, Ms. Match, coming out on Sunday night on E. And this script was sitting around in a drawer for a very long time. And you probably can't even tell us about the experience about how it got discovered and someone decided to make it into a movie. Um, I guess I could say I wrote it 20 years ago in between seasons scrubs. Okay. And I didn't realize that that literally the whole industry had stopped making rom-coms. It was not the time for rom-coms. It was time for, I don't know, action movies, serious stuff. And I don't write serious stuff. And so nobody wanted it, and it went in a drawer. And then 20 years years later, these producers were like, hey, did you ever do anything like that? I said, no. And then... They sold it and made it. And that's about all I can say. Okay, (laughs) and how about this, Janae? I know that uh, this movie, Mismatch, is based on your dating in your 20s. Now, on another side (laughs) note, will you tell us about what it was like dating in your 20s? Oh, it was miserable. I, (laughs) Hollywood, I had a normal dating life in high school and college. Had no problems. And then picture this. I'm a normal-looking girl from Minnesota who moves out to Hollywood. Oh, my God. Yes, surrounded by those beautiful people who are picketing with us on the line and making it much prettier now. I was surrounded by gorgeous women, and I didn't know anyone outside the business, and I could not get a date to save my life. Brutal. Lori and I, when we go out there, and, you know, we used to cover the SAG Awards and, and um, for a very long time, and we just would go out to restaurants and, the you know, the <laughs> hotels and stuff, and we'd be, like, we'd be sitting next to people and, like, oh, they had two gulps of air yesterday. I mean, the difference is... We're normal size here, but there we were like monsters. We were so huge. (laughs) Like, I'm going to destroy this. So I understand where you're coming from, and I really appreciate that Ms. Match on Sunday night at 9 o'clock on E! is has... um, it's a rom-com that has five different possibilities for the lead, who the lead character is going to end up with. We don't know till the end of it because in a lot, I'm a rom-com. I love a rom-com. So I'm so excited uh, about this. But you always kind of yeah. know how it's going to end. And in yours, we don't know. So we don't know. We, we are very excited to watch this. <laughs> That's so great. I, that was my goal. I, did, I do dislike that rom I mean, I love rom-coms too. 
but I kind of hate that you know exactly who she's getting up with. Um, I guess you're just along for the journey, but I thought, well, what if you did? Um, so, yeah, I, so, yeah, dating was miserable, and then I finally met a guy. I married him and then divorced him. <laughs> and then I went out dating again in my 40s, and online dating existed. And boy, did things turn around for me. That That is so fun. That is so much fun. Okay, so... We are delighted. Um, do you want to say hi to anyone here, like Angie? Oh, I'd love to say hi to Angie, who, uh, Melville Wright Redler, uh, who works at My Talk. Yes, she we does. have known each other since we were in the womb. Oh, I love that. Oh, that's sweet. Yes, I love that. My oldest friend in the whole world, and I'd love to say hi to everybody in White Bear Lake and Go Bears. And I'd love to say hi to my mom and dad who are listening. Oh, hi! Say their names. Judy and Dan Bakken. Hey, Judy. Hey, hey Dan. Dan. Go Sailors as and, well. <laughs> and we are going to, um, we have to take a break and turn, do something else next. But I want to, can we have you back on to keep talking about your experience oh, and what's going on? Yes. And then we will, will have watched the movie <laughs> Mismatch and can maybe share our thoughts with you as well. Oh, I'd love that. I'd love I'd love to tell everybody what's going on. I'll try to get some good celebrity pictures for you. Yeah, Would you please? Thank you. And you know what? I'm so glad that you are out there. You know, one thing that people don't know when you're in a I union, mean, you're required to show up on the picket yeah. line. You I know that? Right. I didn't know that. You no, are required to show up. Yeah, they keep track. You have to go sign in, and uh, they call you if you're not there. So That's so interesting. You, we definitely I have to have you back. I during a teacher strike. We have to have you back. There's so many things I didn't know about yeah. picket lines, and I would, yeah. No, but just... we want you guys to get what you want, and AI yes. scares the whole world. I'm just going to say that. Yeah. And... It's real scary. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it, 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 thank you so much for your time today. Have a thank great you. weekend. Thanks for your support, everyone, too. That yeah. Every... Oh, absolutely. And we're going to call you again. <laughs> okay, thanks, ladies. Nice meeting you. All right, we're going to take you. A... too. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Grant here for Hoffman Weber Construction. They're your hometown experts for over 30 years here locally when it comes to siding, windows, roofing, doors, gutters, and even solar. Now, Hoffman Weber is back at my talk, and I'm so excited to be a new partner with them, and I can't wait to tell you about all the great things that they can do for you and your home and make your life a lot less stressful. Now, it's summertime, dog days of summer. We start to see our home and its imperfections a little bit more when the snow's gone, right? And you want to take care of those. Maybe it's some windows or some siding or potentially some hail damage from some severe weather we had last summer or even this summer. Reach out to the crew at Hoffman Weber Construction and they will walk you through the process from start to finish. They have an amazing showroom in New Brighton. It's right off of 35W. It's kid and dog friendly so you can bring your family along to see what your house could look like with these new upgrades. And on top of that, like I said, if you're dealing with a roof claim for hail damage, they're going to handle all the insurance claim process. They're going to walk you from start to finish with a no pressure sale. So reach out to HW Construction and Jason and the sales team for a home consultation at HW Construction.com. You know, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, here's a random thought for you before you tell me your... It's just breath. random. It's all it is. Okay, this is the best email. So, um, a listener said, Aaron... Okay, Aaron. Aaron Simpson, you know, Shannon is in, Shannon um, Matthews is in, Brittany's friends, they're army friends and dear friends still, um, and she wrote this to us, okay? Okay, I'm ready. He right. says, was just listening to your segment with Brittany and her experience of being in the military. I was also going to UMD 
and wanted something different. I was looking in the phone book, remember those? Yeah. One day for a phone number and came across the recruiting stations. They were near my work, so I stopped by on my way one day. But the Air Force recruiting station was all the way over in Wisconsin. <laughs> so I ended up going to the Navy one and signing up six months later. This is like how we all made and, our decisions, by I've the way. And I've been stationed in Hawaii and Lucky. did the Westpac and Operation Enduring Freedom. It was the best and worst time of my life. But it may have been a little bit of how I joined the Air Force. So we were talking how about... How funny. Isn't it? It's so funny when you talk about people reason why they joined which branch. She, Aaron just defined how we made our decisions. Literally. One was closer. One was closed. They were on their lunch break. <laughs> so, so I joined the Navy. So I signed another contract. No, it's so funny because yeah. we had a neighbor who babysat for my boys. And he joined. He, he's joining you know, yeah. the service. And his mom is... And he's like... I said, did your mom know? Does your dad know? Yeah. You know, and he's like, not yet. I'm like, what are you going to do? And so I'm all over my kids. Now, Please. you can never do this without talking to me first. Right? Because I'm a salesperson, and I know what's going to happen to you in there. So it's just so funny, Shannon, oh. your experience with your son, Leo, no way. No, Brittany, never. you're like, I don't know if Gogo can do this. But I, as a parent, you're just like, I know, you what? just don't, well, you don't want your kids to have to struggle like you did. And some of the things that happen in the military... I mean, I hope they're better, right? The things that I that I hated the most, and that, like I don't ever want to happen to Gogo. I hope that they they're not d- done anymore. Like, sure, because it's it's changing it's, over I time. I hope. I hope. And you, you know? were a woman, and with way more men, and that was what oh, yeah. eighteen years ago. Yeah. Oh, so well. things have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was how long was ago? That's a long time ago. I'm oh my sorry, god! I didn't mean to age you, oh, guys. Oh, I mean you, girls. Wait, who is this in reflection? <laughs> I know, but, um, but it was a while ago. Yeah, and, and, and now you hope that things get better, and that's where I don't. You, of course, you wouldn't want to put your, you know, when your little girl. You don't want her to fight every day. You don't want her to like have the things that happen to you. You don't want those of, things. Think of what you did get. Exactly. That's why I, mean, I, I don't regret friendship. Friendship, <laughs> but you also learned no. how to see the world more global. You probably oh, yeah. learned about self, how to be more disciplined than anyone in the world because the discipline is no. there. And that's where I go when you ever ask, like, do I regret it? No. I would. Yeah. Oh, no, do no, I? No regrets. no regrets. But do I want my kid? And I think a lot of people can relate to that. Do you want your kid to, to do- be on the same path as you? Exactly. I don't want my my kids to go to seventeen schools like I did. Wow. It was exhausting. <laughs> to be, I always have to be more popular. <laughs> I had so many names i mean oh. you know but it, it really kind of is but it is interesting and when we were growing up we had seen the movie private benjamin yes which made it look way fun well she joined the wrong army yeah yeah and so it was with arnold our son this french actor i know i'm butchering his name and it was with um Goldie, Goldie Hawn, and she was, was so funny. And she was funny, hilarious, and, and still glamorous in her glamorous, uniform. And glamorous, and then she gets, oh, yeah. and then she gets stationed at the first place, and she's like, "Oh, this is the place I signed up for. I signed up for the one with the condos yeah, and the right. beach views <laughs> and that spa experience." Is you know, kind of like what you guys were talking about—the yeah. difference of being in the different services when oh, you guys yeah. went overseas. But I mean, it's a very different view that you guys got through your experience that a lot of people haven't experienced no absolutely sure. and i again like i'm very thankful the army has given me so many things but uh i think i think it's so relatable where you stop it you always are going to be more sensitive to your kid doing things than you are and i don't think i realized that until like this conversation but i used to always say this 
deployments are harder for the family back home than it is for the soldier. Sure, okay. Because they are living every day in the house where their their significant other is not there. And then us soldiers, we're out, like, we're busy. Right. You yeah, stay busy. Working. And, like, yeah, things happen that are scary, but, like, you deal with that later. And you don't have that constant, like, this is where my, you know, loved one's supposed to sit and sleep. Like, I'm you, so bored in this yeah. house without them. Yeah, or, like, having, honestly, I don't, I think if it was, like, a, it would be so hard to be away from everybody. But at the same time, like, I would say wives and husbands of military, I just applaud you. You take care, you keep everything together. I cannot imagine you did not sign up for that all the time. So that, I always go, that's the harder job. Okay, I want people to know this because I've done a little job looking. I'm too old to be an air traffic controller. You have to do that before yeah. 30. We'll get you a and fake And I'm too ID. old to join the service. You <gasps> have to do that at 50, I believe. Okay. I'm just telling you, I'm just nicking those things off my career path for okay. the future. <laughs> Keep that in mind for your goals. Just in case anyone's wondering. Hey, gang, it's Julia here for First Equity Mortgage. And, you know, if you're out and about looking for homes right now, just number one rule, get yourself pre-approved. Find out what's out there as far as mortgages go. And, you know, I I got a sneaky little thing happening to me that happened on my credit card. And I always paid off like nine times a month because I'm so anal and I don't want to be charged. But I forgot last month. And just one month of a charge, I'm like, wow. Imagine if you can't pay your bills in full. I mean, those charges are big. So I can see where people are getting a lot of debt. Um, you know, maybe just things got out of hand or you had some unexpected bills. That that interest rate is so high. That would be another opportunity to talk to the team at First Equity just to find out what your options are. They are so great. They will give you your options. They will call you back promptly. They No question is a dumb question. This is why we love the whole team at First Equity. Give them a buzz today at 763-251-8000 or keyword David. All right, let's give you this headline. Hollywood! Hollywood's begin. <laughs> <laughs> Who is she? Kevin Costner was unable to make it to his court due to a vacation in Canada with his three kids. Kevin Costner does not prioritize his family, and they want you to know it. He's in Canada with his kids on vacation. Yeah. Oh yeah, he doesn't prioritize. He, uh, the, I meant to say the lawsuit. It's it's over. I just I'm that whole he said she said thing is just getting so old. It is getting old, and I do f- feel like there's so much they're putting out there that is the other people are putting out. Like he's putting this out to. Sh- I mean, I meant to say that he is prioritizing that and not the divorce. Like this was obviously thrown out there to make it look like look he's got more important things to do. He loves his family. She's being petty. There you go. Erica Jane says Kyle Richards and Maurizio Umansky are not splitting despite a very hard year. This one is really throwing me off. Because Garcelle was on Watch What Happens Live last night and was asked this question. Yeah. Housewives? Yes. Okay. Housewives? Maybe. Um, Here's the deal. What? Garcelle kind of said, they said, who's the, you know, hot mess this year? She said Sutton. Who's the funniest this year? Sutton. Sutton puts her foot in her mouth all yeah, the time. On yeah, yeah. So she's going to be a hot mess this year. And then they said, what about Kyle? You know, and... Um, I've got the audio. Oh, oh put it up. Give it. Give right, it. Do it. Nom, 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 nom. Was, Kyle's, was Kyle... Well, I guess I know the answer. Well, was Kyle's marriage a topic of conversation this season? Yes, for sure. Yes. Sutton and I were suspicious. <laughs> so you and Sutton were suspicious. <laughs> Yes. Um, and y'all can't even predict the future. Sp- okay. Have you spoken to Kyle 
since all this broke. I sent her a text asking her if she was okay, and she said, I'm hanging in there. Okay. Oh, that's some ice. They have not got along no. since Kyle acted like she walked out on the donation that she had given to the charity. Mm-hmm. Ever since that, Garcelle has a really hard time getting over it, and, and as she should, because it was terrible. Um, but I, I literally... I want to know what you think if this divorce thing is real with Kyle and Mo because I, I, we've all found out Fourth of July weekend that this was the big alleged rumor and that they're splitting. It bothered Lori so much that she, she wished we would have worked that week. I know. <laughs> just, she I literally just texted said, me and I was like, no. "We'll always know where we were." I was at my cabin with my family no, texting Lori, I'm going, "Serious?" Like, I know. I was like, "Should we go in on Monday?" <laughs> I'll go. I was like taking, you know, putting like a swimsuit cover. Like, you guys, I gotta go. I have things to do. I'm needed. I'm needed. I don't Not know. all heroes wear capes. <laughs> I'm just going to say, I don't, I hope they don't break up. I, I always too. like them together. Me too, but Air he'll Bidget. never emotionally fulfill her. Well, what? Mike. Doesn't Does he, he like cheat on her a lot, You guys. Though? Is that, I've never heard that. That's what the, that's what I was reading about. I read that he was, he cheated on her a lot. Like, well, well, like he would go to Vegas, yeah, yeah, and like yeah. cheat on her. The rumor's always been he's cheated on her. It's never come over out over the years. Yeah, over the years. I don't know. I'm. I a uh, part of me believes it before they got big. Like that would be true, but I don't think he could get away with it. I don't think so. Now, not with Why? phones. Because Cameras, look at Randall spouses all the time. But like, he, I'm just saying he's too big of a uh, of face. He's too well known now. Like I don't think he could get away with it now because like we literally. Unless people are signing NDAs. There's no way. Yeah. He's not big it. enough to sign NDAs, no, and he's not no. small enough to hide right. in public. So I would agree with you. I think maybe in the and before they blew up, I think there was, because there was so much rumors of him cheating when they first started the show, but I think that had to go away. All right, Garcelle was asked, would you go on Ozempic? She goes, hell no. I'm not putting that in my body. And then she made another a little dig and watch what happens live last night about uh, Kyle Richards always working out in this season. Oh, you know, you know, because everyone's like, she's like, no, I work out. I work out. I met the most lovely woman who sat down in the um, clubhouse last night with um, Garcelle. Yeah. Her name is Michelle. Batu, Batu, Batu. I think it's she's a comedian. She's hysterical. And she has the funniest show called Survival of the Thickest that just launched last night. And have you seen this on Netflix? No, I haven't. OMG, she's hysterical. Survival of the Thickest. Thickest on Netflix. That is a fun, fun, fun show. So while Jeff is into quarterback, I went downstairs and watched Survival of the Thickest. It's hysterical. Oh, I've seen... This lady's been on a bunch of stuff before. She has. Her name is Michelle Buteau. She's so funny. The first Wives Club she was yes. on. She oh, she hosted the Circle. That's how I know her. Oh yeah. Which like, I'm embarrassed to say I watched. I don't the even first know what It was terrible. Okay. I watched the whole. But season. she's hysterical. She's hilarious. Yeah. So this Survival of the Thickest would be a fun show to watch. All right. Britney Spears is undecided. I'm recording her audio version of her memoir that's coming out this fall. Oh, she's Thoughts? just pushing for she. She wants us to go. Come on, Britney. Let's do it. Here's <laughs> here's how I feel about this. Okay. The book or the recording the recording okay she should. um some i'm an audible gal and by Same. the way if you're a prime person i just learned this you can share your audible with one person <gasps> in your household i never knew this because it drives me crazy that you buy a hardcover price book yeah for 18 bucks a month and you can't share it with anybody yeah, oh, yeah. um but if you are prime members and yeah. in the same household however that's defined 
on Prime, you can share your Audible account with one other person. Interesting. I just went through it all last week, and it takes you a while. And I might be roommates. <laughs> that, it takes a while, but you can. So I liked Jessica Simpson reading her own memoir. Yes. Selma Blair reading hers. I mean, it's... Uh, Matthew it's, McConaughey reading his. It's highly suggested if you write an Katie autobiography Kirk, that you have to Matthew be the one. Matthew Perry. Yeah, like, you have to be the one to read it. But honestly, I don't think I don't think, think she, I would like it by her. I'm in, I'm in your corner here. I don't here. think I'd Hannah's, like it. Hannah's in the opposite. So I think on our side over here, you and I are agreement. I don't want Brittany reading her own book. I would rather have someone else read her it's book. It's like Patrick Mahomes. If we had to listen to that <laughs> voice reading his own memoir. When I uh, took the field on Friday. Oh my he God. has, his voice is so goofy. It's kind of irritating. Oh, it's going to be so bad. And you also know that she didn't write it. Oh, are you going to go there? Dirty. Are you, excuse yes, me. Yes, I am going to go against there. Britney slander. I love Britney Spears, but no, I'm not going to pretend like she wrote her own. I, I, maybe, well, she has a ghostwriter. Of course I mean, she does. That's what I'm saying. And it's because it'll be, I mean, you've read her Instagram posts. Well, okay. So, of course, you need someone who has an English degree. I would need a ghostwriter to help me write my memoir. She because I periods in okay, any of her well, sentences. You don't need you don't to need if you have the stories. <laughs> If you have the story, someone else can put it in That's as an English, potential so, English major, beauty school dropout over there. Yeah. English school dropout yeah. from UMD. Oh my God, she's coming for me. I'm just going to say this. What? Her stories have been vetted so hardcore by Simon & Schuster, the publisher. Yes. and I These I, are true stories. They're just I, not her eloquent... That's why I'm saying Beautiful I don't Instagram think sentences. that she could handle the verbiage in that book because I don't think she could write it herself. I don't think she should read it. I don't no, think she should read it either. I don't want to. I want to hear Hannah's reason why she thinks she should read it. Hannah, Hannah do you feel comfortable? Hannah, how this, old are you, first of all? We were atta- I know she's attacking me, but she won't attack you. <laughs> I'm 19. She'll attack me. Okay, yeah. I'm 19, big book reader. I just Same. recently read Paris Hilton's book, and I listened to it, and I think there's something really interesting about hearing someone tell their own stories even if she didn't physically write it it's still her life i agree but i don't know that she i'm switching to hannah's side i'm in hannah, <laughs> you won me Wish over you, <laughs> i don't know on this one i think I... it's powerful like, yes, I, agree, but I don't know that <laughs> she hannah and Brittany, we are against <laughs> julia Sorry. it would be like i don't know i don't know why if you probably have way. gum in her mouth during it we'd be yes. fine yes. Mm. Yeah, be nice to her. I love her. <laughs> we do love her. I love her as is. All right. She doesn't need to change anything. I'm putting down. Uh, we all disagree. Love it.